are tuned to KBOO Portland. 90.7 FM. And it is now time for Radio Theater. The Ubu Hour, bringing you a thrilling western for the next hour. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to violence, the word and the act. While violence cloaks itself in a plethora of disguises, its favorite mantle throughout the ages is sex. Sex? Violence devours all it touches. Violence devours all it touches. Its voracious appetite rarely fulfilled, yet... Its voracious appetite rarely fulfilled. Violence doesn't only destroy. It creates and molds as well. Let's examine closely then this dangerously evil creation as we go back to the 1870s, to the north end of Portland, Oregon. Portland's north end, also known as Whitechapel, or the Badlands of the Shanghai of the West, is one of the most notorious places on the west coast, maybe in the nation. Enter if you dare. Leave behind the shroud of civilization as you step into danger, sex, and violence. Women are a commodity here, but not the three that take the stage at Devil Dan's Den of Iniquities. They are tall, curvy women. Some believe they are from the mythological Amazon. They writhe and strip to the music, with huge breasts that jiggle with a life of their own. Every male pair of eyeballs in the room jumps out of the sockets at the sight. As the three women gyrate. Who are those three women? They are known as the Vixens. The Vixens? Man, I'd like to get in bed with that black-haired one in the middle with those exotic eyes. That's what you think. She's the leader. Her name is Barla. Don't even think to try and mess with her. Deadly as a viper she is. That's right. You can look, but don't touch. You can grab me and I'll throw you back off the stage. And if you try it again, well, fortunately, I haven't had to kill anyone here yet. But it's only a matter of time. Money, Varla. Maybe we can skip town, take a break from all these bullshit and these stupid pigs. And that one there on the left, the redhead Mexican, her name is Rosa. She's Varla's main squeeze. Main squeeze? What do you mean? That's right, Rosa. We split town and chill a bit. How about you, Blondie? Right out tomorrow morning? Right out where, Barla? We'll find somewhere, Blondie. As long as there's danger, and as long as there's men. 
Much better than the drunk losers in this dump. And the one on the right, I'm not sure of her real name, but they call her Blondie for obvious reasons. Varla, Rosa, and Blondie. Together they are known as the Vixens. Seduction and violence are their game. Join us, listener, if you dare, as we follow them out of Portland's notorious North End toward the east. They gallop their horses towards danger and adventure. As we are about to experience a tale of violence and sex in the Ubu Hour Radio Western. Kill faster, pussycat! begins at an open range outside a ranch where we meet a cowboy, Tommy Mitchell, and his girl, Lindy Sue Hawthorne. <laughs> Ready to go, Lindy Sue? We'll do a few trial runs, three times around the track, see if she's faster than Chief, so I know which one to ride. He's a beaut, Tommy. I think he'll go fast. You'll win that race on Saturday. Okay, here's the timepiece. You be real careful with it. My father got it from Switzerland. Tommy pulls a pocket watch out of his pocket. He opens the lid and hands it down gingerly to Lindy Sue. The silver casing gleams brightly in the sun. The flashes seen from the hill above. Tommy sees three shapes on horseback up there, headed toward him and Lindy Sue. Dang. It looks like some of the guys from the clubhouse are coming this way. I didn't want them to know about this horse. They're not from the club. It's some girls. Girls? Yeah. Wonder what they're doing out here alone. Maybe got lost from their party or something. Girls shouldn't be out here alone. Howdy! Varla, in the lead, waves back. They continue down the slope towards the couple. Varla rides a black stallion. Rosa is on a bay roan, and Blondie's steed is off-white. Look down below. Pretty boy cowboy and his prissy little girlfriend. Look at the fancy duds on him. He's so ranch hand. I think he looks hot. I do him in a flash. You can't keep your britches on around any man between 12 and 70, Blondie. I swing both ways, Rosa. You should try it sometime. Hush, you two. there, partner. You girls lost or something? No, just out for a joyride. Hope we're not interrupting. No, not at all. We're just doing trials on this horse. Tommy's stable club has a big race this weekend, and we're seeing if this horse is faster than his other. Huh, that old nag, he looks ready for the soup kitchen. Nah, he's fast. 
We'll show you how fast when I take him three times around the track in less than four minutes. You like that? Running around a track by yourself while your girlfriend times you with a pocket watch? Seems a bit like masturbation to me. To see how fast he goes for the race this weekend? I'll let you ride me fast. Around four times, big guy. Why bother? That jackass won't win any race. You want to bet? <laughs> He's a purebred Arabian. He's good for nothing but dog food, if you ask me. You want to have a real race, fancy boy? I'll race you to the top of that hill, round that tree, and back down. I don't have to race you to prove anything. He talks big playing with himself, but when someone challenges him, he suddenly goes limp. How about it, just you and me? He can beat you easily. You wouldn't have a chance. It wouldn't be fair. You're just a girl. You came out here to ride fast, handsome. A race between you and Varla? Let's see what you've got. Impress your little girl here. Show us what you've got. She asked for it, Tommy. You show them. They can't talk that way about you. Fine, you're on. Around that tree at the top of the hill and back. Won't be much of a contest. You'll eat my dust. Let's get it on, cowboy. <laughs> In moments, Tommy and Vala are at the starting line. Three, two, one, go! And they're off. You girls think you're tough, but Tommy was a quarterback for Corvallis State. Quarterback? Does he bear back? No, quarterback for the football team. So if he throws a deflated ball around with a bunch of other knuckleheads, so they have an excuse to slap each other's asses and pile up in guy-guy orgies? You girls have no class. Did you know Tommy's dad is in the Senate? The real one in Washington, D.C. Not the one in Salem. No shit. Some big politician. How many bankers did he suck off to get that job? You're just jealous, you lowlifes. Tommy's dad owns a lot of land around here. See that? He's way ahead. He's almost reached the turnaround. You think he's going to win? Sure. I know he will. So then how about the bets? You give us that nice timepiece if he wins? Of course he'll win. But I can't... Then it's a deal. Uh-oh, looks like someone fell off his horse. What happened? He ran into a wire. Someone stretched across the path. Fell right off. Ouch. Now who would do a mean thing like that? She cheated. You tricked him. We need to get up there and help him. What if he's hurt? A little wipeout like that? He'll be okay. See, he's back up on his feet. Let's see about that timepiece. We have a bet. Hey, give that back to me. You want it? Come and get it. Please, make her give it back to me. Tommy's father gave that to, to Tommy. Tommy will get mad and he'll... It was a bet. Fair and square. She'll give it back to you if your guy wins. But it doesn't look like he will. Here comes Varla now. <laughs> Did you see that? That was too easy. How about a game of keep away? Catch, Barla. You give that back to me. This is not funny. I don't have it. She does. Here it is. Come and get it. He'll be so angry at you if you don't give it back. You better return it before he gets here or he'll... He'll what? I don't have it. 
Validas. Frustrated, Lindy Sue turns to Blondie. Please make them give it back to me. They're just girls having fun. Here comes your knight in shining armor now to save the day. What's going on? Tommy, they won't give back the pocket watch. Hand it over now. We want it in a bet. Fair is fair. You lost, fancy boy. I've had enough of this. Now give it back. You hear that, girls? Fancy boys had enough. I don't care for the way you girls get your thrills. Enough is enough. Now give it back or I'll... Or you'll what? Cry home to your mommy, Tommy. If you had any brains, you'd walk away. Take your little girl back to the boring place you came from. Get it from her, Tommy. Make her give it back. Even if you have to hurt her. She deserves to be hurt. Give it to me, you vile bitch. Come and get it and I'll give it to you. I will. Tommy, you sure, Tommy? That's it, you asked for it. No, I have it. You're asking for it. Come and get it. Or you just want to stand there and piss your pants. Go, Tommy! Get her! Get her, Tommy! Hit her hard! You don't scare me, you foul-mouthed she-devil. I don't like hitting a woman, but you deserve it. Another in the throat, and he's down. Tommy? Tommy? What is she? Ugh, and now to. Tommy? Oh my god. What did you do to Tommy? You saw it. She snapped Fassy Boy's head off his spine. That was fun. Ah, what do you do for an encore? I didn't even get a chance to try to horizontal with him. Tommy? Oh my god, no! No! Tommy? He's not getting up, Goldilocks. He's dead. No! No! You you killed Tommy! No! Help me! Please! Someone help me! You killed Tommy, you evil! Lindy Sue flails at Vala with her fists until Vala slaps her off like a fly. The girl falls to the ground. Mistake, Varla. Maybe you shouldn't have killed him. Out here in the middle of nowhere, what's the problem? His dad, some bigwig Washington, D.C. politician. We can't rewind the wax cylinder now. No one will find him here for several days. We best get a move on. What about her? Maybe we leave her here? Dinner for the pumos and vultures. She comes with us. I don't like it. Alive, she's a witness. Dead, she's dead. Alive, she might be worth money. Grab her other arm. She'll ride with me. Rosa, you just don't like the idea of her body pressed up on Varla with the horse moving beneath them. In minutes, the three on horseback ride away. The unconscious girl is behind Varla, her hands tied together around Varla's torso to keep her in place. In less than an hour, vultures swoop down to check out the corpse. 
ignoring the stallion who waits nearby. later, the women stop to consult a map. There's a trading post up ahead, a dozen miles where we can get some feed for our horses. What about Sleeping Beauty? She'll wake up soon. Maybe we ditch her at the trading post? And have her spill the beans on her boyfriend back there? We should have killed her too. Okay, we're gonna keep her in dreamland. I'll light up some opium and blow it into her lungs. Mess her head up a little. Is that just an excuse to get your mouth on hers? Cool it, Rosa. Light up one of your marijuana cigarettes and give her some of that, too. Get her so high she won't know if she's coming or going. If anyone asks, she's a runaway doper and we're returning her to her parents. If her boyfriend was some big shots kid, then maybe her family has money, too. Maybe we can get some of that money for her return. Soon they approach the trading post a large weather-worn shack with a stable off to one side and an outhouse on the hill behind it. So far this trip is a dud. Barla had to kill the one hot guy we run across. Shut up, Blondie. I don't know why we brought you. Too many wide open spaces and no guys. Wait a second, maybe I spoke too soon. An old horse carriage is in front of the trading post. A huge muscle man with arms the size of tree trunks wheels out an old man in a wheelchair and lifts him into the carriage, along with some provisions. Blondie's eyes bulge out of her head as she stares at the muscle man. Woo! They make them big out here, don't they? I like to get me some of that. Okay, what easy does it, that's it. The carriage rides away in the opposite direction. fat, middle-aged clerk, standing outside the post, turns to see the woman approach. Howdy there, girls. That one there. He sure was big. He's a big one, all right. Muscles up to his ears. But none too bright. Nothing in the cranium. Solid bone. Who cares about that? He's a beefcake. Mm. You girls aren't from these parts, are you? No, we're just traveling. You girls just traveling all by yourselves. Looks like you don't even got any firearms for protection. That's right. I gave up on guns a few years ago. A knife is a more honest way to kill. She points to the knife sheathed on her upper leg. <laughs> you don't have to show me. No, ma'am. A bag of your best horse feed. The clerk's eyes are glued to Varla's ample cleavage beneath the low neckline of her black leather vest. He can't keep his eyes off her as he stumbles to some small burlap bags of horse feed stacked along the wall. Yes, sirree. New places, new people, new sites of interest. Big mountains and valleys. Now that's what I believe in. Seeing America first. You won't find it down there, Columbus. America. Land of opportunity and freedom. Yes, sirree. Opportunity for some. I can't even buy land in this state because my dad's from China. 
opportunity and freedom for some to steal from others. Maybe so. Say, what's up with Sleeping Beauty there? She ran away from Hawthorne. Hawthorne? Yeah, the insane asylum in Portland. Her parents hired us to bring her back. All hush-hush, no publicity. Tell us more about the big boy that was just here. Butch there? He's a whack job. And his old man Grimley, he's an even bigger one. Live out there on a ranch by themselves. The man stares at the three women, eyes leering up and down as he jabbers excitedly to impress them. The old man lost his legs in a railroad accident. Smashed himself up real bad, real bad. Tried to save a girl. Kind of screwed up his mind too, especially about women. He lost his legs to save her and the girl she took the next train out of town. Some people got it rough. And some people choose it that way. They gave him a big hunk of money for a settlement. Don't nobody know how much it was. He never deposited it. He don't trust banks. Really? That old codger has money? My guess is he hid it out there in the desert someplace. Hates everybody, though. Hates everybody. Of course, with all that money he can afford to, don't nobody like him, neither. He could always leave town tomorrow, and nobody'd even stir. Kind of sad, all that money, and nobody to enjoy it. Very sad. He didn't look like he had money. That's right. All that money. Funny thing is, you wouldn't know it from the way they live. Their ranch all run down. Never even bought a new carriage or horses. Franklin! You finished out there? I'll take care of it here. I'll be back with your change. Keep the change. After strangers be a big trap. You be minding your own business. Don't be talking to those strange women. Telling them things about people around here. Don't know what got into you. You got some new scheme, Varla? Alright, you heard what he said. The old shit pants is sitting on all that money and doesn't know how to spend it. It's like we be helping him, taking the burden off of him. I'm in if it means getting more of that yummy muscle boy. Good. We'll follow the tracks. Not much later, in the shabby kitchen of a ranch house. There, you got all the groceries away. Good boy, Butch. Uh, girl, girl. What's that you say, girl? Well, we'll find you another girl, son. One of these days. No, girl. You can't be so rough next time. When you hurt somebody, the authorities get aroused. We don't want to be burying no more secrets. Cur, brother. That's right. 
Your brother Kirk is coming later today. Him and his education and his fancy books. Says he wants to be a mental doctor or something. Wasting money on those books. None of them even got pictures. Sir. What's that? Sir. You hear a horse. Odd. He's early and let's... Uh... Looks like we got us some trespassers. Uh, uh, grab me that shotgun, boy, and wheel me out to the porch. Hello there. No need for the gun. What do you want? My friends and I have been riding all day. We thought this ranch was deserted. We spotted the water tower, figured we'd take on some water for our steeds. You two by yourselves? No, a couple others back there and the water. Yeah, knock yourselves out. I better get back. If I'm gone too long, my friends might start to worry and call the law. They'll have to yell damn loud. No telegraph coverage out here for miles. Besides, if anybody's notifying any law, it's gonna be me. Varla turns the horse back around. The old man watches from the porch. Look at her, boy. Oh, she's a tough one. More tiger than pussycat. Uh, girl. Too much girl for one man, but, but maybe the right man. Not much later, at the water tower. Woo, I could use a cool off. This water is nice. <laughs> Any excuse to take her clothes off. You don't have to look if you don't want to. Is that why you let her hang out with us? You like the way she looks? Sure, Rosa, but you're still my number one. And it looks like Sleeping Beauty is waking up. Okay, Cupcake, we'll take off the gag so you can drink some water. But don't try anything or I'll thrash you. What are you going to do to me? Nothing if you're smart, Goldilocks. All I want to do is go home. Please let me go. How we know you don't rat us out to the lamen? I promise I won't say anything. I'll tell them it was an accident. Oh God, please let me go. I'll tell them anything you want me to. Fine. You be quiet and behave, and when we're done here, we'll drop you off at the nearest train depot. You think she'll stay quiet? To a point. We gotta keep her thinking she has chance. Once she pulls out a shock, she'll wise up. Then why don't we get the hell out of here before she does? Before the old cripple blows the whistle, huh? I don't think he's blowing a whistle on anyone. He's a dirty old lecher, and I think we can use that on him. Here he comes now. Blondie, get your clothes on and watch the girl. Come with me, Rosa. Let's meet him halfway. The less the girl hears, the better. Yourselves right at home. <laughs> Why did you have that girl tied and gagged? You get around pretty good on those wheels. Anyone uses my land and water, I'm around. No one is tied up now. You didn't answer my question. That girl, she's not right in the head. Her boyfriend's suicide made her go crazy. We're bringing her back to her parents. It's all hush hush. They don't want publicity. You know how that goes. Yes, I suppose I do. You girls want food? Uh, why don't you stay and join us for lunch? Maybe in an hour or so. 
Yeah, maybe we will. I'll tell the boy to throw more into the pot. The old man wheels away. Lunch? What's he got planned for the main course? Us? Blondie, you keep watching the girl. Don't let her out of your sight. Me and Rosa will have a look around. Listen, kid. You okay? I guess so. Nothing will happen to you as long as you behave. You're not like them, are you? The one girl hates you and the other is a psychopath. Why do you go along with them? I live for thrills, for kicks. They're good for that, to a certain point. But when they get past that point, I'll drop them. And that point may be coming soon. Now, let's go up to the house. I want another look at that man hunk. And you, stay quiet and behave. Meanwhile, back inside the house. What do you think of our guests, boy? Listen to me, boy. Fate threw us this sweet gift. And all we gotta do is unwrap them pretty ribbons. And we know how to do that now, don't we, boy? And we got all this land to hide those ribbons when we're done. You hear me, boy? Girl. Me and girl. Listen, boy, that young one. Tender as a cottontail. We gotta save her from all those other girls. You hear me, boy? We gotta save her. Girls. On porch. Hey there. Young ladies, you're early. Uh, lunch isn't ready yet. Uh, it's another hour before feed time. That's okay. We're not hungry. Not for food hungry, at least. What's your son's name? Boy, come over here and help entertain our guests. He's not much a one for conversation, uh, but he can show you his weightlifting room up in the barn. He likes to pump iron. Uh, you girl, you want me to show you something? Sure. Out in the barn, you can show me some pumping. You stay right here, Goldilocks. That's right, boy. You go with her to the barn, and I'll keep an eye on the child. You don't get too many visitors in these parts. I'll show you my thing. Look. Lifting barbells? What about the thing down here? You like that? Hmm. No response. Look, I'll show you. If that's your bag, lifting weights, how about this? Hmm. What's the matter? You don't like to kiss me? Uh, uh. Size don't mean anything if you can't get it up. Meanwhile, on the porch. Come and sit down here, girl. That's better. We can converse for a while. You can tell me all about your friends. 
You can tell me, such a sweet, pretty little thing like you, with all those bad girls, bad. Mmm. Ah! Stop that! No, get off! Oh. Ow! Fuck! Fuck! Oh. Ah! Well, she ran away. That little girl is dangerous. She nearly killed me. Oh, yeah, I'll bet. She's real dangerous. You got a shotgun and she's dangerous? Fuck. Fuck. Boy. Fuck. I got to try to find her. I'm big fucking trouble. Meanwhile... Did you hear something? That sounded like... Girl! Keep digging, I'll check it out. You think the treasure is buried here? Something was buried here. Dirt's been all dug up. We move several thousands of feet across the dry sagebrush and cactus hills. A man on a horse rides the dusty trail towards the ranch. The girl, Lindy Sue, suddenly jumps in front of him, waving her arm. Please stop! Help me! You gotta... You gotta help me! What's wrong? Get me out of here! Please help me! Hey! Calm down there! What are you doing out here alone? Did your boyfriend make you walk home? My boyfriend's dead. Dead. Just get me out of here. Easy. Easy. It's okay. Please! Get me out of here before they get me! You gotta help me! Help me! You need to tell me what's wrong. Get me out of here before they get me. I don't see anyone around. Try to relax. Let me give you a hand. Get up here and we'll go get help. He pulls her up on the horse behind him. You're safe with me. Who's trying to get you? They're murderers. They kidnapped me. They killed... They're vicious killers! Who are vicious killers? You're not making sense. How did they kill your friend? She made Tommy fall off his horse, and then she broke his neck. They drugged me. Oh, God. Please help me. You have to help me. Oh, please. Please. Oh, please help me. There, there. Everything is okay. Let it all out. You are safe now. No one will hurt you. I'll take you to my home where you'll be safe. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. What the fuck is going on? Where's everyone? The girl escaped. Your friend and my boy are looking for her. She she won't get far. Won't get far? What the hell happened? She damn near killed me. She's a demon. She knocked me over and me. Oh, a helpless cripple. And what caused that? Nothing you did, of course. Nothing gave her no reason. What could I do? I'm tied to this chair for life. Better you should be nailed to it. How long has she been gone? How long? Meanwhile, 
but we're almost there. My father and brother are here. But I just escaped from here. Those girls are here. Trust me, you're safe here. I promise you'll be safe. No, please turn back, please. I told you, it's okay. I live here. This is my home. You live here? Yes, this is my home. And that old man over there is... My father! You're one of them. Let me down. You're crazy! All of you! They're murderers! She killed them with her bare hands! Hi there. Nice of you to bring her back. She's a sick girl. You need rest, honey. A lot of rest. No, please! She's a bloodthirsty killer! What the hell is going on here? Father? Or do I have to ask these women? No, no, nothing is going on, son. She's going to kill us! She killed him with her bare hands! She did! She did! We need to get out of here! She killed him and she's going to... No! There, get that gag back in her. Let's talk about killing. We know too much about killing in this household. Oh, that one there. He points to Butch, his son, who walks towards the house. He killed when he was born without knowing. He was big then, even then. And he killed his mother. He didn't even know it. I can't tell him or explain it, and I hate him. I hate him. I hate him, and he's my own blood. He's my son. What he is now, father, you made him. A few minutes later, Rosa walks up to Varla. Look, what'd you find? The treasure's not buried there. Something rotten. The stink of a big dead animal. Or maybe not, not an animal. I have another plan. The number one son, the smart one, he must know where the loot is buried. How the hell do you get him to tell you anything? Never mind that. You keep an eye on the others. Hello there, Kirk. I'm working towards a psychiatry master's. Maybe I can talk to the girl, figure out her problem. Is that what you want to do? I'm not a psychiatrist, but from what your eyes are trying to avoid, I know what you're thinking right now, and it's not about her. I can't help it. What are you? There, I can read your mind. Your id prevents from reaching out and touching, so I merely helped it get past that. You like that, don't you? Yes, oh, you, you, where are you taking me? Over to those hay bales behind the tool shed. We get to know each other better, then we'll talk about the girl. Meanwhile, back in the house. Hey, old man, is that a bottle of whiskey under the sink? Sure is. I could use a drink myself. The glasses are up there above the stove. I don't need a glass. Just hand me the bottle. Bottoms up. Ah. And another. How's that food coming along, son? Twenty more minutes. Let me ask you something, old man. What's this thing? 
What do you mean? Your kid. The not-so-incredible Hulk over there. He ever had a girl? Or maybe he's into boys? Of course he's had girls. It's just hard to get him started. Kind of like he needs me to encourage him. I don't quite get you, and I don't think I want to... Hand that bottle back over. What's wrong, old man? Every other day at this hour, that damn train again. Sound your warning, belch your smoke, and wail your whistle. You took away my legs, and you took her away from me. I saved her life, and she ran away. It's just a train. You need another hit from the bottle? Meanwhile, Varla and Kirk in an embrace with half their clothes off roll around in the hay behind the tool shed. You want me, don't you? You can't hide it. You wanted me the moment you laid eyes on me. Yes, I I do. I want you so bad. Are you for real? I'm super real. What's a guy like you doing in this psychopath camp? You know what's going on around here, don't you? You know about that? Oh, dear. You can do far better, Kirk. This place is blocking you. You need to leave these people behind for your own psychological good, or you'll become like them. But they're my family. And you condone their criminal behavior? Uh, if, if they get caught, you'll go down with them. <clears throat> I, I can't afford to move from here until I get my degree. I can't afford to. What if you had the big money? My father's settlement? Oh. The settlement, so it's true. Yes, it's true. Dad won a, a settlement, but... We should have them both institutionalized, but we need money for that. That money buried somewhere. He won't tell anyone where it is. You must have a clue. You're supposed to... Be the smart one. Keep going. Don't stop. I wish I did, but he won't tell me anything. He trusts no one. Oh, God. But you must have some idea where buried. No, you're amazing. Only he knows... uh, what? What? What are, what are you doing? Oh, come on! Come on! There! Meanwhile, inside the house... Blondie, what are you doing? 
Me and your friend are having a friendly pass around the bottle. If I can't get laid, I might as well get wasted. Enough of that, you fool. You're already drunk. That's right. Completely drunk. Is that what's pissing you off? Or is it that your main squeeze is out there fucking a guy? You can't stand it, can you? You shut up. The girl will wake up soon. Blondie, Rosa, get out here and help me. Listen, boy, and listen real good. We need to save this girl. We need to get her away from those she-devils. That's right. You need to go to the shed and fetch your hunting rifles. We need to defend ourselves. You understand me, boy? And don't tell your brother. I tell you, boy, she's so like that one I saved that day I got hurt. I thought she was a ghost when I first seen her. She's just as pretty, boy. Only I ain't got a save in this one. I ain't letting this one get away on me. Meanwhile, outside. Now what? The old man's the only one who knows where the money is. He's not talking. He's a bitter, sick old lecher. We might have to torture it out of him. And the others? We'll have to dispose of them first. Already took care of Kirk. There must be easier ways to get thrills. This is way too crazy, even for me. I'm ready to go back to Portland. Even the North End is safer than hanging around you two. You can't go back. Once you're in these far, you're already an accomplice. Try and stop me. Go ahead and leave. You can't let her leave, Varla. As Blondie walks towards her steed, Varla casually pulls the dagger out of the sheath on her leg and cocks it back over her head. Blondie is 20 feet away, almost to her horse when the blade thunks into her back. And drops her face down into the dirt. It's at that moment that Butch rounds the corner of the house. The old man is several feet behind him. Boy, back in and fetch me my shotgun. Boy? For Boy, now. just leave her for now. She not breathe. No time for that, boy. I need my shotgun. Damn it. I'll have to go get it myself. Knife. Girl. Get off of her, you sick animal. You... Your knife. I give you back the knife. You keep the knife. Rosa falls to the ground, the knife buried deep in her stomach. Okay, son, ignore her. Grab the other one while I go back for the gun. Vala runs at the Hulk. She leaps and slams into his chest, feet first, a move that would crack the ribs of a normal man. Ah! Butch merely stumbles as Varla rolls back on her feet in a defensive crouch. 
Varla execute a flying double karate chop to Butch's throat. Ha! That's the way, boy. Now subdue her while I get the shotgun. Uh, grab her and pull her to the ground. Don't let her get away. Uh, throw her on the ground. The old man turns toward the house. Varla lunges again. Butch tries to grab her, and as they fight, the old man wheels himself up to the porch ramp. What's too damn dangerous, even for my boy, but once she's out of the way, and then we see to the sleeping beauty inside. Inside the house, the girl, Lindy Sue, awakes. She pulls her head up off the table, groggy and confused. And then fear as she looks around the room. The shotgun is at the door. outside that's the way boy uh, she might know some moves but you got the brute strength you just gotta hold her down and subdue her while I get the shotgun this one hey there little girl uh, you want to hand me that so you don't hurt yourself the man in the wheelchair is at the top of the porch the girl in the doorway has the shotgun pointed at him. Now, come on. You, you wouldn't shoot a defenseless, uh, oh, crippled old man, would you? Why don't you just hand me that? He reaches out the hand, the same one he reached out earlier to grab her thigh. The blast sends him flying off the porch. He is flung from the wheelchair. The wheelchair crashes. The section... The section beneath the seat splits open and thousands of dollars in U.S. currency spills out on the dusty ground. So that's where he kept the stash. He was sitting on it the whole time. Butch lets go of Varla to run towards his old man. Lying in the front of the house, Varla leaps to her feet, pulls the knife out of Rosa's stomach, and races after him. The girl on the porch stares at them. Varla leaps up to plunge the dagger into his neck as the finger tightens on the trigger. throws Varla and Butch back. The knife rips through his thick throat. The girl stands on the porch, trembling with emotion. The dust settles on the tableau below her. Dead? Is everyone dead? The old lecher bleeds to death at the bottom of the porch. Several feet away, Butch, with his head half off his torso, blood gushes from his throat. Next to him, Varla lies on her back. Further away, Rosa and Blondie, each sprawled in a pool of blood. Some large denomination bills flutter past the corpses and become stuck in the widening pool of red. Everyone is dead. 
my god, everyone is dead. Help me. Can anyone hear me? Everyone is dead! Not everyone. Varela slowly pulls herself off the ground. She's bloody and bruised. She limps towards the girl on the porch. Oh, a big boy took most of the last round. You! I'll shoot you! I'm not afraid! I'm not afraid! I'll shoot you like I shot the old man! And don't come any closer! I'll... That's why I never trust guns. They fail you. A knife is always a knife. A gun is useless without ammo. You already used both rounds, Cupcake. No, you you get away from me! What are you... Let go of me! Calm down. I'm your ticket out of here. Now help me grab up that money and we'll load it into those saddlebags. But that's not your money! The old lecher has no use for it. It's ours now. with provisions and the cash. Many hours later, at nightfall, we're holed up in a cave. I am so very scared of her. I don't know if I'm her prisoner or part of her gang right now. We'll stay here a few days. Rest up, Goldie. A few days in this dirty cave? You are such a spoiled princess. Now get some sleep. What are you doing? I want to keep you close so you don't run off into the night. Don't even try. I sleep light as a pussycat. I am scared, and I cry. The fire crackles five feet away. Her hand is around my shoulder. Then she pulls me closer. I don't think I will be able to sleep. I don't know if I'm her captive or her companion. Her hands are as strong as Tommy's, but softer, too. Okay, Goldie, time to wake up. You want some of this? No, what is that? Opium. Try some, Goldie. No, my name is Lindy Sue. Lindy Sue is gone. You are Goldie now. prisoner or something else. We ride into Portland, and my old life seems like a distant dream. And there is more. But you'll have to wait for the sequel.
been the Ubu Hour production of Kill Faster Pussycat. This story was adapted from Russ Meyer's 1965 cult film classic, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. This audio drama was written and directed by Rolf Sempribon and was performed by... Cat Meow. Demi. Anne. Melissa. Jonah. Rob. Rolf. Sean. Tom. And this is Arthur Varley. Varla and Goldie will return in another Wild Western thriller later this year. Stay tuned to the Ubu Hour. If you want wild living fast and if you want to end up giving your all, let me call Pusgat is living breakfast, Pusgat is right high. You think that you can keep up, well just you try. It's that she does say what's wrong, wrong. She's running past the tree, child of the night. In her life, there'll be You'll never take the make up your mind. You will find. You can tame her, well, just you try. Yeah, just you try. Come on and come on and try. Yeah, come on and try. Yeah, come on and try. Coming soon to a radio near you. Marla and Goldie return in an exciting two-hour sequel to Kill Faster Pussycat. In the Ubu Hour Wild West radio filler. Guns, horse, kill, kill. An epic radio drama set in Portland, Oregon in 1881. Coming later this year, guns, horse, kill, kill, fireballs and guard the window. Guns, horse, kill, kill will be airing on the Ubu Hour later this year. And that's it. This has been the Ubu Hour. 